right, welcome back to the LeaderLink podcast. This is Charles. And Josh is here too. So Josh, we were talking the other day about an article you came across about some different myths on leadership. Can you like introduce this article? Because leadership myths is pretty provocative. Yeah, so I, I was reading, uh, or I got an email from a, a, a book publisher that has a blog, and um, these are two professors of theology and Bible out at um, out in um, California, I believe at Fuller Seminary. So it's uh, Dr. Young and Dr. Langer out there, uh, but they wrote an article entitled Five Myths of Leadership, and um, if, if you know anything about me, I, I love to study leadership, but one of the things that I think I struggle with is how to, uh, or the over the over emphasis on leadership in the church, um, just as pastors and ministers, it seems like leadership is all we talk about, um, to the detriment sometimes of the actual point of the church, which is Christ and the gospel. So... Um, I was intrigued by this. The headline grabbed me, and so I started reading it. And as I was reading through it, these five myths actually are, for the most part, very applicable, I think, to um, our, our podcast on leadership, which, again, I love. Um, so that's that's how we kind of started looking at this, and then as we read it, we are like, we should talk about some of these things. Uh, so we're not going to cover all five myths, but I think several of these are really quite fascinating uh, discussion points. Right. I mean, just the first one, everyone's a leader. Yeah. By definition, that is not true. Well, uh, you're absolutely right. But I think one of the things that our leadership genre, if you're not talking academic leadership, popular leadership genre has told us is that everyone is a leader, right? Um, John Maxwell coined the phrase, leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. Well, if that's true, if leadership is purely influence, then you could say that everyone is a leader, right? Because everyone has some sort of influence over something. I was thinking about this this morning again. My kids really (laughs) wanted pancakes for breakfast. Makes sense. And their influence prevailed on me, so I made them pancakes. (laughs) And one of them wanted Nutella on that, and the other wanted peanut butter, and they both prevailed on me. Their influence worked. So are they my leaders? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so there's some truth to that, right? But, um, but I do think that that's a, that's a, it's a, it's a, I just, I don't buy into that idea personally that every person is a leader. What do you think about that? Well, I have two thoughts on that. For one, he the authors challenge Maxwell in another one of the myths yes. directly. Yes. So we're going to get to that in a yes. little while. Um, and, and I'm not anti-Maxwell. Me neither. I like a lot of what he says. Yeah. I think there's a lot of great stuff. I will say if you've bought one Maxwell book, you've bought 14 Maxwell books. But, Touche. But I also think that um, the idea that everyone has influence is absolutely true. Yeah. We all have influence over other people. But not everyone can be the official leader because your kids don't run the household. Right. You are the leader of the household or Sarah is the leader of the household, given the circumstances. Yeah. And, you know, on that, I love the quote that they have in here. It says, clearly part of leadership is influence. And it is presumably true that everyone has some influence on others. 
But this is like saying everyone is a doctor because we all deal with illness or everyone is a chef because we all prepare food. So I made breakfast this morning. Am I not a chef? You're a cook. A oh, home okay. cook. Right. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you, you cooked food. I don't know if you chefed food. Right? <laughs> no, but it's, it's, that's a very good analogy. It's like just because we all have done something doesn't mean that we're the expert in it. Right. And it is true that we all have influence, but I will say that working with the team that I had in, in the police department, the eight personnel that I had working for me all had influence on me. Mm-hmm. Yet when you look at the organizational structure, right. I was the technical leader. Sure. But they still had the opportunity to influence me and influence my decisions right. or the way I approach things. Yeah. But kind of, Bouncing off the episode we just released, there also has to be followers. Right. And, and, and again, like we talked about in the last episode, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing to be a follower. Correct. It's just not everyone can be a leader. Yeah. If I call customer service and I'm looking for somebody to answer my questions or, or explain the, the product or, or whatever... They're not going to just direct me to the manager. They're going to they're going to handle my problem as the frontline personnel. But if everyone's the leader, there's going to be no one to answer that phone. Right. right. So it, it just it doesn't make yeah. it doesn't make sense. And even in the article, they point out that most members of any group are followers. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. But um, but I love the uh, the um, the idea. Well, everybody leads themselves. Everybody leads themselves, so they're a leader. Well. <laughs> True, right? Everybody gets a trophy. Everybody gets a trophy. Yeah. It is 2022, yeah. so right. let's yeah. just hand out some yeah. trophies. Yeah. I, 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 you know, that's, and that's one of the things that, of course, you can get into cutting the, the thing down. But I think that brings up the point, you know, because you, quote unquote, lead yourself, does that make you a leader? Well, I think the big challenge is how do we define leadership? Right. Right. What's the goal of leadership? What's the goal of leadership? How do you define it, right? Um, and so one of the things they say is this, uh, Jacob Morgan, he, he interviewed 140 CEOs from around the world. And what he concluded was that for more than 140 people that he interviewed, he didn't receive a single duplicate response when it came to what is the definition of leadership, right? Which just goes to show you, one, that's a very broad, undefined reality that we live with. Right. Um, But secondly, I think what I would say is at the end of the day, if you were to go back in time 100 years and ask somebody, what is a leader? What makes a leader? What would they tell you? People who have followers. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. I think it's really that simple. By definition, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And you can have followers because of your influence. You can have followers because of your your position. Right. Um, Hopefully. You have followers because of both, right? As a father, I, by position, have leadership over my children, but I don't want that position to be the only reason why I'm leading my children they're following me. I also want to have positive influence on them. I want to bring them along. I want to teach them. Uh, but I do think that you, you kind of do. Like a leader is a person who is in a position over you, but you hope that they're a good leader, Right. And that's where the influence kind of component comes into it. There's something about them, the direction they're going, the vision they have that makes you want to follow. Right, right. And it's not a bad thing, again, yeah. to follow. Right. We all follow somebody. Yeah. 
So that's that's myth number one. Myth number one, yes. Everyone is a leader. Reality, not everyone is a leader. Right. In fact, most people aren't. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. So. It would be really interesting to see statistically how many positions exist in like major organizations, let's just say in the United States, how many positions are actual leadership positions versus how many positions are what we might classify as follower positions, right? Um, that would be a really fascinating number to pull out that I've never seen, but now that we're having this conversation, it might be worth a little bit of digging. Well, that's a really good point, though, because in, like, for example, in the police department I just I just uh, was working for earlier this year, there were 414 slated sworn. There were seven chiefs. See, I'm doing the math here on my computer. Seven chiefs. <laughs> there were... Four, 16 lieutenants and 40 sergeants. So 351 out of 414 were frontline personnel. Right. 63 of the 414 were in a leadership position. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's even, that's like five sixths, right? You got me doing math now, don't 15%. you? 15%. Yeah. 15% of the organization was in a leadership role. Right. And that's just one test case, right? That's just one yeah, example of right. an organization. Yeah. So most people aren't in a leadership role. So that's that's a really revealing yeah. myth. Yep. Let's go to myth number two. So myth number two is that everyone should aspire to lead. And it really does follow up the the idea that everyone's a leader, right? Um, but, but I think one of the things that that does is, what about the people who don't aspire to lead? Does that make them failures? It implies that... Leading is good, following is bad. That's right. It gives you, it gives being a follower a negative connotation. In fact, when I was reading this article and making my notes for this podcast, I wrote that down, and then I read another paragraph, and they said the same thing. Yes, that implies that leadership is good and following is bad, and Correct. it is not. Yeah, you're you're placing a value judgment on on the idea that if somebody doesn't want to be the person leading the way, that that they're somehow. There's somehow bad. It's a character flaw, as the authors put it. Right. Yeah. And I think it's a good. It just it like you said. It follows on the heels of our last episode, and probably we'll talk about in the future. Kind of just on good followership. There, there is a there is a benefit and a positive connotation to being a good follower, even if you find yourself in a leadership position. And so having that having that good followership, that ability, really does. Um, does become important for both leaders and followers. I'm actually going to kind of dip into one of the other myths because I think it really applies to this one. The, the fifth myth in this article was leadership is the goal. Leadership is something we should be seeking to attain. And the authors use this example of working in a research lab. And one of the authors was working in a research lab. His father had worked in the research lab and um, there were people who got promoted in the research lab and that was not their intent or their desire to get promoted, but other people did and they didn't do the research anymore. They were, they were doing the political stuff, going to the, the dinners, working to get other resources, et cetera, et cetera. They were doing the leading part of it. And you know what? He said they were great leaders, Yeah, but they were no longer doing the research. That's right. So okay. sometimes... People just want to do the job that they want to do. Right. 
and they may not be qualified to lead. They may not want to lead. And by the way, if you're not qualified or motivated, you're probably not going to be a really Don't good leader. Lead. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's there's the, the the often used phrase: people are promoted to the level of their incompetence. <laughs> and I think that kind of applies. Yeah. But if if you're and I've I've seen this time and again, if you're an excellent person doing whatever your task is, that does not qualify you to be a manager. Well, actually, it might qualify you to manage the team. It does not qualify you to lead to it. To lead it, right. Yeah. Because leadership, as we've already talked about, is about influence, which means you have to have a certain level of people skills. Right. Yeah, and this the, the idea of being designed to lead, it really ties back into the first myth, which is everyone's a leader. I think that's just uh, – it just doesn't go together because some people are not designed to lead. They don't have the skills to lead. And really, skills can be taught, right? They don't have the character to lead. It's not that they have a bad character necessarily. They just simply don't have the character. They don't have the ambition, the drive, the determination – because they want to sit there making the widget. They want to be the person who's doing the actual research. That's what they love. That's their passion. That's how they're designed is to not be a leader. right? And that's okay. And that's perfectly okay. Yes. I think the, the um, you know, it's, it's the idea of leadership versus necessity versus leadership by desire. Right? So many people, and it goes back to your, that quote, you know, People are promoted to their level of incompetence. All too often, we don't promote people because they desire to lead. We promote them by necessity. Oh, you're really good at making this widget. Therefore, you should lead the company or the department or the division. Oh, you're really good at this. Therefore, you should do this. Not, hey, you're good at this, but you're really great with people too. Right. You might make an excellent leader, right? Because you're designed that way. And if you promote somebody who is really good at making the widget, I love how you use that as an example because it it doesn't go to any specific type of organization. But you're really good at making the widget. And because you're really good at making the widget, we want you to lead the team of the widget makers. Yeah. So now you've taken somebody who loves making the widget and you've now redefined their job to something that they're not comfortable with or they don't want. Right. You've taken a good widget maker off the front line. So now potential quality issues or you have one less person doing the job right. And we're doing this on an assumption that if you can do the widget making, you can lead the widget makers. Right. It's a bad assumption. Right. Yeah. There's something very interesting that happened over, over my time in law enforcement I've met people who come from other agencies Mm -hmm. who had promoted to the level of sergeant at another agency and they come to work at our agency and I can tell they have innate leadership abilities. They're, they're really good. (laughs) Number one, they're really good followers. Let's just get that out of the way. They're really good followers. They know how to challenge me respectfully and give me insight that I might not otherwise see. And they, they lead as an informal leader on the team. And I say, and this happened multiple times, and I would say, why don't you put in for sergeant? And they would laugh at me. <laughs> they would be like, no, I've already been down that road. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. 
Yeah. I don't need to do that anymore. That's not my thing. Right. Which is very revealing. It is. Yeah. And I think that that actually probably leads into, you know, like you said, myth number three, which is if you're not leading, you are missing out or being irresponsible. Irresponsible. Right. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. That makes me think of the um, in sports, right? We often we often the coach player relationship, whatever sports you're thinking about. I think about golf, right? Um, the player is the follower in that relationship in a lot of ways, right? The coach is the one who is leading them to improve their swing, to manage their game well. Um, so, so that relationship, and of course, you know, you hire a coach in that that level, but um, but there's that relationship there. And so, when when the the player is playing because he's not leading, is he really missing out or being irresponsible? Well, I think society might perpetuate the myth. Yeah. Or imply that that's the case. Right. I mean, the the myth that it's you're being irresponsible by not doing it is it's implying that it's people's responsibility to become a leader. Right. Which again perpetuates this idea that you have a character flaw. Yes. If you choose to not. Right. Which is ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Like my dad, for instance. My dad. You know, he's a he's an electrical engineer. Um. And he said, you know, when I graduated from college, the dream was to become a lead engineer. That was all, you know, I wanted to do. And so he worked hard. He worked diligently. He loves engineering. He became a lead engineer. And it's not his favorite thing, mm. right? Because because managing, he, he's a good leader, but he's managing people just exhausts him. He loves the technical work, right? And so he's been put in lead engineer. And again, he's an example of that that reality that we promote people because they're good at their job yeah. who don't necessarily want to lead. And he's obviously done a great job. He's been very successful, but he's super excited about retiring. Cause he's like, once I retire, I can just get a job like part-time doing engineering. I don't have to worry about leading people. And that a, that's not a character flaw, right? It's not him being irresponsible. It's just who he is. I love this, this concept of the five myths because it's just, so it's so true. And I, you know, as somebody who has gotten a master's degree in leadership, as somebody who's working on a doctorate in leadership, all I hear about, all I read about is pursuing the goal of leadership right. and doing leadership, right. Doing it well. And as our listeners probably can tell in this season, fo- the focus on the followership like we did, we're going to talk about more from the, from that role right. as we move forward too. I think we're missing out on a key component here of the, the fact that, you know what? Yeah. Like leadership is great and some people do it really well and some people should yeah. be leaders, but the whole dynamic of the team is what's important. Mm. And when you have most of the people on the team who are not in the leadership role, that really needs to be a focus too. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, on top of that, what we talked about it a lot the other week was that to be a fruitful leader, you have to be a faithful follower, right? Mm. Somebody, you have to be following somebody because you're learning, you're absorbing, you're, you're watching. And so if you really, really want to be a good leader, no matter what level you're at, what position you're at, somebody is pouring into you and you're following them, right? Mm. And I think that's an important concept that we need to keep in mind. Maybe one of the greatest... Um, principles of leadership is followership, 
If you can't be a good follower, you're never going to be a good leader. That's a great point, man. If you can't follow well, you can't lead well. Even from the most simple perspective of if you can't sympathize with the people who are following you, you can't lead them. It's just if there's no ability for you to enter into their shoes and go, what are they feeling? What are they thinking? What are they seeing? Then you may be a leader, but you're not going to be an effective leader. Right. Yeah, and that concept, um, I know I've heard it many times from watching YouTube videos with Brene Brown or Simon Sinek. Yeah. The concept of empathy as a leader is very critical. Right. Being able to, you know, and that's what empathy is, being able to see things from another person's perspective. And if you if you can't do that, if you're not willing to do that, you're going to have a hard time getting the the ratification from your team to be their leader. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man, we could probably talk about other myths and keep this one going, but let's go ahead and wrap it up. This was a good conversation. And I think it's, it's an important one for us to remember um, that leadership is not the aim, right? That's, that's the fifth myth they put here. Leadership should not be the aim of every person. Um, because it's not what every person is designed for. Everybody's got their gifting. Everybody's got their desires and their dreams. Um, <laughs> so, so I think if you if you're interested in reading this article, it's really great. Um, it's on uh, Crossway.org. The article is called Five Myths of Leadership," written by um, Joanne Jung and Richard Langer out at um, I believe they're at Fuller Seminary in California. So. Please check out the article uh, online, and um, we look forward to your comments on that. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the LeaderLink Podcast. If you like what you heard, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And we want to know what you want to hear about when it comes to leadership. You can leave us a comment or send an email to info at jcleadershipconsulting.com, and we'll see you next time.